aboard, ladies and gentlemen. You have stumbled onto flight CB-126. Your destination absolutely nowhere. Oop. I am your pilot. Excuse me. Let me uh, make my way to the front. You know, first class only. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First, first class, class only. Class. I'm your pilot, Matt, a.k.a. Mateo. Co-pilot Mookie checking in. and you well, are. I haven't even finished yet. Oh, okay. A- ahead, a.k.a. Young Gun Shogun. Young Gun Shogun in the building. Yeah! A.K.A. King of Superlatives, a.k.a. least likely to embarrass you at your 20-year high school reunion. Facts. Now, co-pilot Mookie 833 checking in. I am the ratchet side of the front side of the plane. This is So Plane 2.0. You are now on the ride to Nowheresville checking in. This is a first-class only flight, so if you're not a first-class, I need you to jump out the front door. Ladies and gentlemen, boot up, let's go. The <laughs> Let's go and turn your engines on. This, this flight has Wi-Fi, and you ain't got to turn airplane mode on. Let's go. Canteen boys in the building. You know why they do that, though, right? I have no clue. Because, okay, this is the way it's always been explained to me. It's because there is the potential threat of using the cellular signal to interfere with the radar. Here's my thing. If your plane is so rickety that my bougie iPhone takes down your plane, I don't want to fly on your plane, fam. What are you doing, Wait, you don't want those $3 spirit flights? No! No! No. I'm not trying to die at 3,000 feet. More more like 2.5, but... Yeah, that's fine. All right. Anyways, guys, but thank you for joining us on another episode of Even More About Nothing. This is your first time listening to us. Uh, This is a podcast where we talk about absolutely nothing. It makes no sense why you people listen, but we do appreciate that you do. Yeah, and for joining in the conversation sometimes, or just leaving us on red every time on Twitter. That's that's a story for another day, but... (laughs) Let's, let's continue. Yeah, we'll get that, get that into that at the end of the this show. This is a super special episode. We have a very special guest. Very first, special first guest. time on the show. Whoa, whoa. It's our boy Chance. Chance Chamberlain. What's up? Go ahead and introduce yourself. Uh, I'm Chance, a.k.a. Young Squeeze. Um, yeah. <laughs> that is the greatest <laughs> intro of anyone who has ever been on the show yeah. I have ever heard. Not gonna lie, I just I just thought of that like this is the right greatest now. thing ever. Squeeze. Honestly, that is the best. Second, obviously, has to be spicy chicken flavor just because it's fun to say. Yeah, spicy chicken flavor. Is or what? And but, don't get it confused. Yes, there's two chances. But yeah, this is not spicy. Chicken this is flavor. not spicy chicken this flavor. Is new chance. Well, we'll call him Chancellor. Chancellor. Yeah. Chancellor. It's not Chancellor. Not but me. today it's we have chance. chance. Yeah, it's just chance. There's just nothing, chance. nothing special on it. There's chance. <laughs> Yeah, thank you guys for having me though. Yeah, so excited. This is what we've been talking about having you on the podcast for a while, and it's just exciting to actually have you. Yeah, for sure. I've been trying to like do something with anybody (laughs) for so long, and it's finally like it's finally happening. So I think it's super tight. Thank you guys. You go ahead, throw your Instagram, your Twitter out there so that people can follow you. Twitter and Instagram are the same, so it's at underscore chvncey underscore again because I don't got the the geotag. I got the so my hat in apparently. So, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, then I'm on SoundCloud at Track Record T R A K K R E C O R D. I'm about to say you one K away from being problematic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm about to say Joey Badass did it, but ain't nobody <laughs> done it since. <laughs> no, guys, like one K away from being really problematic. Um, but no, um, yeah, it's a super, 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 super honor to have um, new faces, new voices on the podcast. Um, broadening our horizons because you know 
when the canteen boys check in, uh, even we don't know what we're going to say. So, honestly, y'all know what it is. I'm surprised the past couple of episodes have been as tame as they are. This is the third time they're allowing us to do this. I don't know why. Who's who's approving these in the budget sheets and the balance records is not doing so, a good so job. So, this is the way I see it. That either means we've done well the first two times. Facts. Or this is our third out. Hey, listen. <laughs> All I'm going to say is... In the great, in the words of the great American poet Rick Ross, <laughs> Jose Canseco snitching because he's finished. That's all I gotta say. That's all I gotta say. If this is if this is our third out. Jose Canseco just snitching because he finished. <laughs> Whether the people know what that means or not, that that's up for them to decide. I mean, decide. that's a Rick Ross classic. I mean, it is. It is. Speaking, of, Rick, Rick Ross has like low key. Solid amount of classics. Not even Loki. High key. He honestly has one of like the best discographies in hip hop. And people sleep all the time oh. until they look like, oh yeah, I know this Rick Ross song. Oh, and I know this one. And oh, this one. I know all of these songs. <laughs> yeah. That's because the man's got bars. Wait, wait. So this was what always confused me. So like, I, I appreciate good music, but I'm not as music prone as both of you guys. Aston Martin music. Yeah. What came first? Because uh, did was it just Drake that did a remix to it, and then Rick Ross had the track that came out first? Technically, Rick Ross had the song. The Drake remix surfaced first, mm-hmm. but the on the official record, it's, it's both of them. Ah, uh, interesting. Classic though. Yeah, oh, so fire. One of the cleanest beats of all time. <laughs> all the time. Like I was bumping uh, Maybach music with Jay Z. Because a lot of people forget there's four Maybach musics. Mm-hmm. There's the one with Jay Z, which is a classic, but the most popular one is Maybach music two with T Pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's fire. Uh, but Aston Martin music is probably one of the greatest songs of all time. Yeah. Well, you learn something new every day, folks. Learn something new every day. Oh, and Dice Pineapples, too. Dice. I heard that Why? title. Yeah, I heard that title. I'm like, this is going to be really dumb. It's going to be really, really dumb. And now, so I was like, Wale. I'm like, ah, right, this is going to be okay. And then France Montana. I'm like, ah, well, we're back to being dumb. <laughs> but then the video dropped, and it's just pure. Did I ever tell you about the time? So I was. You say you ran into French Montana. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I've only ever ran into Waka Flocka. Great. Yeah, that, that's about it. Uh, I feel like everyone's ran into Waka Flocka. Well, the thing is, like, well, I was in Atlanta, so I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. You, you remember, remember when he came up to Kansas City and basically shut down Oak Park Mall? No. Yeah, I like security had to like shut down the mall for an hour. Mm, that's fire. Yeah, but uh, so when I was in college, I sound super old saying that, but I've only been out for like eight months. Yeah, uh, we were actually having a concert, and French Montana was supposed to be at that concert. Like he was headlining it. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to. Up to Chicago because I was going on a trip with a student organization I was a part of. And one of the girls on the trip was like, oh, I'm going to the French Montana. So I need to listen to French Montana songs because obviously no one in the general populace would be like, let's listen to French Montana. (laughs) But she's just like, "Okay, I'm going to French Montana concert. Let's listen to it. So we get back to school, probably a week later, find out French Montana canceled. So they're trying to scramble to get someone else to headline the concert. And she's like, I listen to French Montana for nothing. <laughs> for nothing. But What's that? Uh, Marble Floors, Rick Ross. Yes. French Montana's on yes. that, and that song's fire. Like, his name, French not terrible. But there's no reason to listen to French. But if he comes on, it's always like, ah, okay. Like Guatemala with Sway Lee, fire. See, I don't like Sway Lee. I I like him as a feature. I'm not listening to his charm life. No. Dolo. No. Okay. You don't like him on Carousel? Well, that's Frank, but he's like 
He does like yeah, but he does some of the high. I think Frank stuff touches like is automatically platinum. So that's I mean, true. I mean, that's true. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll be able to get into a bit more music in a little bit. We gotta we gotta keep the flow going. Yeah, I mean, if you guys know what we do, it's seventeen minute intros, thirty two minute outros. So you're about that. We're about we're we're still on track. Yeah, we're on track. We're actually ahead of the curve. We're actually ahead of par. Look at this. Look at. We're in golf season. Uh, Eagle, birdie, par. Those are the only golf terms I know. I don't know what any of those things mean. In the corner, Muhammad Ali swinging. Oh, yo, did you see? We're not striking out. Oh, no. Did you see that there was a Super Mario Tennis has officially been approved? Really? Yes. All I'm waiting is for Super Mario Golf and Super Mario Soccer. Super Mario Strikers, first of all. The best soccer game on the face of the planet. I don't care what any of you say. I mean... First of all, that's disrespectful to backyard soccer. I mean, I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> Speaking of which, that's one of the games we forgot to mention. How fire of a goalie Pablo Sanchez I mean, we was. Talk, we talked about that last week, but we didn't mention how fire. Yes, we did. We did. Okay, no, 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 no. no, no. That's Kenny. So, I think. No, Kenny was the one with the. No, Kenny was the one in, in the, the wheelchair. wheelchair. Who's, Kenny, the guy, who's the guy with the headphones on all the time? I have no clue. But Kenny right with the glasses. <laughs> <laughs> But honestly, we really do. Uh, We should really do a series just on playing the backyard sports game. Yo, let's go to. You don't want smoke on backyard baseball. Oh, listen. You must not listen to the whole episode. Because we got the lineup ready. Lineup ready, man. No, we're going to do this just like kind of like the backyard Olympics. First, we got to get the order. We're going to do the baseball, then we're going to do the basketball, and then the football, and then the soccer. Because just know. I'll let you guys get the first two rounds because when we get to those last three, y'all, y'all don't want the smoke. All I gotta say is, and I, I mean, if we're speaking in terms of physics, it makes sense. Kenny in the wheelchair as a forward striker is the deadliest combo in the face of the planet. Homeboy has the highest speed in the game, and he just takes off. And he also has the highest striking in the game. I mean, he's kicking, he's kicking the ball with the wheelchair, so he should. But, like, man's is unstoppable. And throw Kobe Jones in that field? Fire. Boy, you don't know what you're messing with. <laughs> like, I'll... I'm just saying, it, and if anyone out there that's listening to this wants to challenge us, just just tweet at us at Eman Podcast. You don't want it either. Like we said, we love you guys enough that you listen to us, but not unconditionally. Y'all will catch these hands. Facts. And that's probably a good time to start the week in review. Yes. You want to kick us off, movie? Uh, yeah, a whole lot of nonsense. A whole lot of nothing going on. Uh, the one-week-old baby continues to get older. So, yeah, that one-week baby is like a, a week and a day older, and she just gets louder. That, the older that's she naturally gets. how it happens. That's how babies grow? Okay, good, because I wasn't quite sure. <laughs> Old girl was howling last night. I'm like, what What are you howling? It is one in the morning, child. Feed that baby. <laughs> Feed the baby. You'll understand when you're older. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, so, no, and that's been super, super cool. Um... Other than that, um, Gamescom is going on this weekend, so just paying attention to a lot of that. Uh, NBA Live is doing a lot of cool, like a lot of cool things. A lot of chances. I, I, I see I you with this with the face. I hate turning my back on something that like like two K that I've like played for so long. Hey, I can't blame you, um, but you know, that might be worth a shot. And my NBA Live is worth a shot. I'll just say that. Um, and two K is already problematic. You're not wrong. Already problematic because I just watched a video this morning saying that they just put in a fix 
for one of the biggest issues from last year. It was still an issue this year in 2K19 up until this morning when they put a patch. And it's not that the patch isn't going to be available for the demo, but it's going to be available for the full game. And um, real quick, sideline, if you play 2K18, you couldn't see the max cap for your archetypes at all. So you could spend all this VC and find out that your shooting is a 85, but you need a 91 to really like be able to hit greens consistently. That patch wasn't available for 2K19 up until this morning, <laughs> August 25th. That's when they decided to, oh, we should probably put that in. And it wasn't like until Chris Smoove was like, hey, this is a problem. Put it in. That's what she said, Michael Scott. Other than that, uh, I played the NBA Live demo, keeping up with Gamescom. Uh, I made a horrible life mistake and downloaded the free version of Warcraft, and now I'm just I'm done. Like that game is dope. <laughs> I see why people spend thousands of dollars on it. I'm in trouble. So yeah, I've been playing Warcraft and NBA Live. If that tells you anything about my current life state. Mm. Oh, and that class has started. <laughs> by the way, secondary. By the way, my master's class has started. So I'm. Now, I'm that, done. Made, that makes it sound like school's a hobby. It is. <laughs> I play games professionally, and school's my hobby. Yes. Yeah. It might as well be. I've been in school for what, like 17, 18 consecutive years now. Yeah. Yeah. It's a yeah. problem. I just realized this is the first like school year that I'm not. Enrolled to go to any classes. Yeah, I'll be going for the next three years. Yeah, and then five years after that. Sucks to suck. Yes, <laughs> you could have a whole seven-year-old, and I will still be in school. Yeah, my cousin <laughs> is gonna be seven by the time I'm done with school. Yeah, that that yeah, that one week old. Yeah, seven, <laughs> seven, and I'll be finally done with school. Finally, Keep quotes. Finally. finally, you could be like the ninety-five-year-old lady that just keeps getting. Uh, I'm not the, trying to be on Consuelo's the, the level. Degrees. No, 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 no. Nah, she's deferring loans, man. She's deferring. Oh, yeah, bro. <laughs> Listen, she has three MBAs. I don't know why. <laughs> she has three MBAs. I'm like, I don't know who gets a master's in archaeology, but she's got one, too. A life student. A life student. That's, Someone who doesn't want to pay. <laughs> what about you, Chance? How's your week? Uh, second week of classes for me. We're starting. Started my school, like my on-campus job. It's super boring. Mm-hmm. Working the labs, which is like... When people come in for camera equipment and stuff, I have to, like, give it to them, make sure they sign the stuff, make sure they okay, check it out. I'm glad you clarified that because you said work in the labs. I'm like, there's four ways this can go. No, no. Two of them are problematic. <laughs> no, then we're – then uh, there's, like, radio labs and, like, edit suites and stuff. You can go in, and I just, like, reserve them for people and check them into their labs. Um, bought tickets for the Astro World Tour in Omaha. Um, there were two other concerts announced for November that I'm probably going to spend money on, so I'm, I'm saving up for that. Which is it? Uh, Ghostman and then uh, Turnstile, which is they're like it's like hardcore, hardcore metal stuff. That's dope. They're really fun concerts to go to. So. We got a rich homie Brett, aka the Star Wars Encyclopedia, is all about hardcore rap, uh, hardcore rock. and hardcore rap. It's super fun. Yeah, he's all about hardcore rock. It's tight, but then. That's really it. I've been doing nothing at school, mm. eating eating wings and stuff. That's about it. Wings. I had some wings yesterday. Some lemon pepper wings from B Dubs immediately after this. Dude, Dude, sounds so fun. That's the move. That's what I was doing. I'm lunch down. outing. Lunch outing. Lunch outing. Cool. Business lunch. B Dubs. <laughs> lemon pepper wings. I just had it two days ago, but I'm down. Dude, I'll come through. So oh, I, I, I talked about going to Atlanta and going to the original JR Crickets. Did you hit up a wing stop though? A no. legendary Atlanta wing stuff. No, because I, I went to the JR Crickets from Atlanta. Yeah. Like, was it fire? Dude, so good. 
Real good. Of course, I got the lemon pepper wet wings. Yeah. That's the first thing. I'm, as soon as I land in Atlanta, I'm like, yo, Manny, take you know me we, to JR Cricket. You know where we going. Get the lemon pepper wet with right. the sauce. With the sauce. Got to get the sauce. But uh, my week. So, you know when you're at work and you have those weeks that you refer to them as blackout weeks. Just because there's a lot going on. And by the time whatever whatever going on is done, it's just like a lost week. You're not sure what happened. You made it through the week. And you're just done. Yep, that was this week. I feel you. Sometimes that sucks. Yeah, that actually it always sucks. Man. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, sounds like the next three years of my life. <laughs> right, the blackout. These are the dark times. These are the dark times. <laughs> Most definitely the darkest times. It's actually time the black plague. <laughs> it's actually <laughs> happening. It is happening. Yes. Um, other than that, um, Dan, there was something that I was thinking about, and I was like, I definitely have to mention this. Whenever we're on the podcast, and now that we're here on the podcast, can't remember. Well, you know how we do. Whenever things come in your mind, you just say it. Yeah, like Lamar Ball. Breaking news. Yeah, we'll never lost. Never lost. Never lost. I love that human being. I don't know why I love Lamar Ball, but I just do. Um, Yeah, with that, I guess we're just going to jump right into the show. Yeah, you ready? Uh, Born ready. (laughs) Facts. Stay ready. There's so many, like, if you get ready, like, stay ready, you got to get ready, like, quotes and rap, like, I've listened to in the last, like, 40-minute drive over here, because I drove here from the airport. I'm like, why is everybody in rap just, like, ready? Right? What are you ready for? And then I listen to the game. I'm like, oh, that's that's why. That, yeah. That's that's why you were staying ready. <laughs> All right. Um, in this week's news, as I just mentioned earlier, Gamescom is going on. If you don't know what Gamescom is, Gamescom is the European equivalent of E3, ba 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 ba. The only terrible part about it, it goes on like late at night because you know Europe is like mm, anywhere from seven to twelve hours ahead of us. So it happens in Cologne, Germany, um, every year um, around this time. Um, the really good thing about Gamescom is there's a lot of people don't notice, but there's a lot of de- developers that are European based. So for them, it's like a two-hour drive to Cologne. So they really get to put on and show off in more detail, like real-life examples of their stuff. So, like, for Division, they built this, like, real-life statue, and if you make it to Gamescom, you get your name carved into the base of the statue. Oh, that's fire. Um, for Witcher 3, a couple years ago, they had a bunch of cosplayers go out into this castle and actually basically, like, you could role-play as, like, a Witcher for an entire weekend. Um, so they get to do really dope stuff like that. Um, apart from the fact they actually show off their games, um, games that got shown off this weekend... NBA Live, which are doing a lot, a lot of cool things. They actually flew out a bunch of um, basketball players, um, both professional. So James Harden was there. He's the face of the cover. So, of course, Chris Paul is there. Joel Embiid is there. They flew out a bunch of celebrities, kind of like All Instagram the stars. Boys. Huh? The Banana Boat Boys. All the Banana Boat Boys are basically there. Yes. <laughs> Except for Melo. Uh, because we know he's working out James Harden's contract as right. a Banana Boy. <laughs> can't wait to just officially be announced that James Harden is a banana boy boy. So I have a question. I've been, I've been thinking about this for a while. And obviously this is the perfect time to talk about it. Of course, Canteen Boys, we do what we want. Get we do game. what we want. Now, I know you don't know as much about the soccer universe. But if there was a soccer equivalent for the banana boat boys, who do you think you would be? Ugh. Uh, probably Lukaku. Who with? Pogba? Mm. Oh, no. No, no, no. The Banana Boy boys definitely start off with uh, that whole little Paris-PSG combo. Neymar and Mbappe. And then you follow that up with uh, 
Now they're beefing right now. See, it's hard. It's harder to do. So this is what I think. Because I've been thinking about this. You've been thinking about this? I've been, I'm so glad I, you're putting thought into it. Because I can only come up with this. two. You need four for that about I've been thinking about this a lot more than I would like to admit. <laughs> <laughs> Chance, I don't know how much you know about soccer yeah, if you follow it. Okay, so obviously you got to start with the three amigos okay. from Barcelona. That would be Neymar, Messi, and Suarez. But they're beefing though. That's no, they're, they're not really beefing. They're not really like, beefing. You you know that Neymar? How many times he's been back to Barcelona? Is just like chilling with them. He plays PlayStation with them. Oh, okay, then yeah, he's definitely part of the banana boys. So those three banana boat boys, obviously. Now, well, who is the fourth banana boat boy? See, it could be four, or we could go five since yeah, they are recruiting they're, hard. They're recruiting hard. So, if we're going with the fourth, it has to be Seth Fabregas. Okay. Seth Fabregas. That makes sense. He did play with them for a bit, and they do still have good. They went to his wedding. They've they, been to every, they've been to all each other's weddings. So, Neymar's married? No. Okay, I, I was about I, to I say, mean, because like, he's doing a whole lot of unscrupulous <laughs> things on his hair right now. He's being a little bit fruitful he, he's with his being, oats. Yeah, he, he's just out here being wild. Like, most people, like, if they have a wife, they would not be that wild. But, you know, maybe money changes that. Anyways, uh, so, yeah, Seth Fabregas, like, they were all hanging out literally three months ago. Well, not three months ago, like a month ago because they were on break. And the fifth one, that's where I struggle a bit. But... You know what? I think you stick with that core four, and Mbappe is the inductee because Neymar might be a PSG to recruit Mbappe. There it is. Banana Boat Boys of the Soccer World. You've got to figure it out, boys. Ladies and gentlemen, presenting the Banana Boat Boys 2. 2.0. What's the European equivalent of a Banana Boat Boy? I was going to say, what's what's the Spanish word for banana? (laughs) The Plantain Boat Boys. (laughs) The Plantain Boat that's what we wanted to go the African round. Then Pogba would be in that. Oh, yeah. Pogba's definitely the leader of the planet. France, world. Africa 2.0. Yup. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, getting back to getting back to Europe and Gamescom and video games, um, which, that was a phenomenal segue. Um, that was the greatest distraction we've probably had on air. Like, we have these distractions off air all the time, but that's the best one we've managed to capture on air. Um, Kingdom Hearts was shown, and that game looks better and Dude, better the, the, the more they show it. The amount of PR they're putting into it, the appreciation for fans who have waited so long for the game. And this is why I'm so happy it got delayed, is because it means they're putting the time to finish the game. The game is getting finished, it's getting polished. I don't know how, many, how much video I've games ne- you play. I've never played Kingdom Hearts, but okay. I play like other stuff. Oh, you play other games, yeah. and so like... I don't know, like, because I'm, like, embedded in it. Like, I basically live and breathe video games. I get hurt when a game has potential to be dope, but then they rush it out, and then it's trash. No Man's Sky. No No Man's Sky. Division (laughs) 1. The first division could have been amazing. It could have been, honestly, the best Tom Clancy game ever. Then they rushed that junk out, and it was trash. I max leveled in a week. I literally sat on a couch and faced that TV for a week. I leveled on two consoles. PS4 and Xbox. I didn't move. I mean, it was probably not great for my health, but um, that game had exactly yeah. had potential, and then they rushed it out, and it was it flailed. Destiny Two had potential to like carry it to another level. Destiny was already super popular, but then they they fumbled. Kind of like flatlined. Almost. Yeah, they yeah. fumbled Destiny Two. Flatlined. They lost a ton of their player base. A lot I of maxed people, on that pretty fi- pretty quick too. Pretty quick too. Um, so I'm just excited that they're taking the time and energy to like. Put the effort into Kingdom Hearts to finish off the story well and finish it off in a in a in a meaningful, impactful way. The gameplay looks amazing, graphics look good. 
um, and then it looks super smooth because sometimes you have graphics that look good, but the game is like hinky and the camera angles, which as Kingdom Hearts fans, we, we know very much about camera angles getting in the way and getting you killed in that Anthem fight multiple times. <laughs> can you just, not, just, just hit triangle? Just I've never played it, so can you not like Well, you can, but sometimes like the way the camera angle works, like likes to move as you move. So sometimes it'll move behind a wall, and so you're just hitting triangle make sure you're trying to kill so it's well, like it's like playing the original god of war games exactly where, where you can't move it like i hated that yeah well you you kind of can like obviously it'll track you and you can't move it you can't reset it so that it's uh facing like your point of view that you're wanting to see but it it does there are those times where it's just like i don't know has a mind of its own next thing you know you you you, ca- you catch the chopper real quick and then game over. Yeah, it's a, it's a wrap. So, uh, but anyways, so Gamescon still going on, still going on. More stuff coming out. Yeah, more stuff coming out throughout the weekend. We might try and do something special for you guys. We don't know yet. We'll see. Um, but one of the interesting things that came out of Gamescom is they announced there's not going to be an Assassin's Creed in 2019, which is the best news I've heard all year. Yeah, it doesn't. I mean, you know what? Not gonna lie. Yup. Because <laughs> you were going to say something ridiculous. But is, no. Is that, is the, Origins is going to come out this year. Okay, see, I thought they should have rebranded the whole game. Because it doesn't even look like an Assassin's Creed game. That is the biggest complaint that I ever I like, literally, After I saw it, I was like, that's not Assassin's Creed. Yeah, this Just is, call that something completely different. And I feel like it would sell better. It would sell. You, they could literally have launched an entire new franchise yeah. based on what they did in Origins and what they're doing with whatever they're calling this new one because like you're they could call it Colosseum. I actually would prefer it if you were just a Roman legionnaire and like you have to like go through the story of like defending Rome and the Colosseum was a part of that where you could actually like fight in the Colosseum. Yeah. I would prefer that to calling it Assassin's Creed and then the shoe one because like now yeah. the storyline is convoluted. Yeah. It's so Yeah, you don't even you wouldn't even need the the few like the futuristic aspect at that point. It would just be let's just like play as a a Spartan or something. Exactly. Um, but other games that we're into, Jump Force, you want to take Jump this on? Because I know you're more excited about this than I Dude, I should be way more excited for this game, but I'm just not as well, excited. Well, and obviously after uh, J-Star Versus, kind of has a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths. Uh-huh. So this is what J-Stars is supposed to be. Hopefully. They released some new characters. Yes, they have. Uh, super excited because when they first released it, first of all, that was... Something out of left field, a Muhammad Ali right hook you didn't see coming. It was a Tyson right hook, let's be honest. Uh, Muhammad Ali had a nice right hook, but Tyson hit you and your jaw fell off. Uh, this this is also true. This is a Detroit smash that a Detroit you, smash. you didn't see winding up. That That's really all it is. Um, so we have some new characters that they're throwing on there. Obviously, we're getting Vegeta mm-hmm. because you can't have really Goku in a game without Vegeta. They're kind of like the dynamic duo of the Dragon Ball universe. But we're also getting Aizen from Bleach. Which I'm happy that they're putting in different characters with different fighting styles. Aizen with the sword, Gon, which is all just fisticuffs, beat your face off. Um, we also got Sabo. So the, the thing that, oh, having Sabo in there. First of all, if you played Burning Blood, the One Piece uh, game. So fire. If you caught me with Sabo, dog. 
wrecked. You are wrecked. That's all I'm going to say. So hopefully they kind of have the same mechanics and fighting style as they did in Burning Blood. Kasabo would be that guy. Yes. Not even a lot. But the thing that really got me excited was, for those of you that have watched Hunter x Hunter, um, a really good anime. From the, we talked about uh, Yu Yu Hakusho a couple weeks back, a couple episodes back. Um, the creator of Yu Yu Hakusho also made uh, Hunter x Hunter. And one of the I think greatest moments of Hunter Hunter, like I've never watched it fully, but I've seen is when he releases like all his Nen and he forces himself to like become an adult, become an adult. He's just like so powerful. They have that move in the game, which is so exciting. But like that move is super OP. And actually, if you look at all these characters, they all have ridiculously OP moves at one point or another. Um, I wonder if they're going to have like a drawback system. Oh, yeah, they have because to. Because in the anime, when Gon does that, it literally takes away from his life force. Yeah. I hope like if you do that and, move, and even towards like where they're at now, he's still recovering. Isn't yeah, he? he's still recovering right now. So and I hope like they have some sort of like balance system. So when you do the move, what offsets is like, boom, your stamina, like is slower or your speed is slower or just you just don't hit as hard because if you could just like if it's like awakening in, in Naruto where you just do the move and then after the move's over there's no repercussions Gon is gonna be the most it's gonna be the best character mm-hmm. in the game. well I guess it just depends on what skill sets they give everyone else that's true because like I said if it's my guy Sabo I don't care who you are, but you're 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 catching these claws real quick. Facts. Well, I mean, like Eisen's like sidestepping everyone. If we're gonna talk about speed, Eisen is sidestepping the daylights out of everyone. Uh, and then Ichigo's in the game too. Ah, uh, and if he can go full hollow, Sasuke's in the game though. Oh well, man. <laughs> in that case, everybody's getting hit with the sidestep. If they can do, listen, I I really hope they can do. My favorite move of all time. If you don't know what I'm talking about, it's the one time in anime that I literally just threw. I was like, I turned the TV off and I said, "This is too much." It's every time Naruto and Sasuke get together and do that Susano QB nonsense because it's too much. It's just too much. You don't get the not the, the no. nine tail and they put no, Susano no, armor no, on. No, I know I gotta again, calm down. Gotta, gotta I gotta calm down. What I'm saying? Why? Why you did that in the first place? I don't know. It's so, just a little too much. Chance. I know you're not super embedded in the anime. No, I'm not. And we'll have a little bit of opportunity to dive into some more anime, but um, Naruto, obviously, what could be considered a staple now in the anime community as, like, the flagpole anime, uh, as Dragon Ball Z once was for every single kid, I believe. Is All you have to know is all these OP characters are being thrown into this game, and... It's going to be so glorious. <laughs> a battle royale, essentially. Or not a battle royale. I guess that's a bad way to put it. But um, here's my the one question I, I've asked. And so far, the answer is no. Um, and I still think the answer is no. Of all these different battle royales we're getting, the PlayStation battle royale that happened a while ago, we obviously got J-Stars, and that wasn't that great. We got Burning Blood, which is a one-piece-specific spe- one game. And now we're getting this. Does any of this even equal up to, like, any of the fun that we're going to have playing Smash Bros. Ultimate? Because the answer is no. Like, (laughs) as much fun as all these games are, Smash Bros. is still coming out on top. And they're still releasing new characters. Uh, And the reason for that, I think, is because of... Do you think it's... Here's my my real question. The reason Smash Bros. is so fun is, obviously, there's a huge nostalgia factor. Mm -hmm. But also the mechanics. Mm -hmm. So, 
do you think the mechanics of this game being if they're amazing and the game is really really good do you think they can maybe steal some attention away from Smash Bros? Or is the, the the nostalgia factor and the way the mechanics of Smash Bros work just too good of a combination? I think... Is it yes, just too good I of think a game? It's Nostalgia does play a part in it, but I think because of the longevity of it, how long it's been going on, it, it it's at, at this point, I think, untouchable. Like if we're being straightforward, now there is something about having that that th- like three D mold based on a like a two D fat fighting platform mm-hmm. that has its appeal for Smash Brothers, and with a lot of these games coming out now, it's going back to um, I'm thinking about Ultimate Ninja Storm, where it's like you're fighting on the three D platform, which is a has room for it to be a bit more clunky in yep. the mechanics of it. Yep. And that's exactly how um, j- uh, Jump Force is going to be at the same time. So I don't think they'll ever measure up to the greatness Smash that Brothers. Because like, it pays me to say that. Yeah, I, honestly, it's, it's, it's a bunch of niche characters. It's it's about anime characters. If you're an anime fan, fighting. I think it probably gets some attention. But from like the regular general public, like you, Chase, like you don't really care that much about anime. You play Smash Bros. just because it's Smash Bros. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I, I'm really excited for Smash Bros. Even though I don't have a Switch yet. Yeah, oh, <laughs> yes. I mean, oh. they're, they're littered everywhere. They'll probably sell out one Smash Bros. Ultimate. I know. Comes out. That's why I'm like. I went. And I bought, should just get one like now. I yes. went and bought like a. Actually, I think that a, this a is a good. This controller. is a good place to go ahead and segue into that because chance. I brought that up that I wanted to like. I'm really, really yes. like thinking about getting one. And done it yet. we're here to either help convince him or tell him. It's no not a good idea <laughs> to <laughs> get to get a switch to should he pull There's, the trigger or not. I will never tell you to not spend money. First of all, <laughs> yeah. B, that, I will that, never not why, tell you to not spend money on video games. That, that's why the budget's the way it is. That's why the budget is so horrendous. <laughs> but no, the switch is a. Uh, um, I was just about to say, I just purchased a Pro Controller, which is like the... It looks like an Xbox. It looks like an Xbox controller for the Switch just because I'm like, listen, if I'm going to be playing Smash, I can't be like holding the controller all the time. Because like the Switch is a bit heavy if you're holding it in hand for an extended amount of time. Um, so the Pro Controller just released... Actually, they also just released a USB version of the GameCube controller. Mm, so... That's fire. I would start saving your money now because the answer is yes. Get a Switch. <laughs> Not just for Smash Bros. Um, I said this, I don't know how many times on the podcast. Zelda um, is one of the best games I've ever played, period. Um, not just because it's a Nintendo game, that's because it's a Zelda game. Point blank, period. It's one of just the most well thought out games. You can do things in that game that you you don't think about, but you're just like, oh yeah, it makes sense. I should be able to do that. So, like, if there's a bunch of enemies in the field across you and they're surrounded by grass and you have a fire arrow, even if you miss, if the wind is blowing, the embers from the fire is going to start a forest fire and they're just going to die anyway. There have been multiple times I'm like, I don't really feel like fighting y'all. Here's a fire arrow. And I run in the opposite direction and then I'll turn around in the camera and it's a giant flame of smoke. You can roll a mountain, like roll a rock down a mountain and the physics work. I, t- I spent an hour and a half trying to find a freaking chicken just because it was a fun side quest. 
That game alone is worth buying a Switch for. <laughs> no, you you do that in Zelda, but you won't do it in Skyrim, will you? Oh, listen, we don't talk about we don't talk about Skyrim chickens. Those things are murderous and get you chased. Listen, I almost killed a chicken while fighting a dragon, and I I paused the game and I was like, wait a minute, don't attack me. Do I need to reload my save? Yes, yes. I I almost had to reload myself. There was one time uh, on Skyrim for when it was like, was it on the PS3? Like in the 316? It was. Okay, so I was playing it, and uh, my save was like right before I entered this village, and every time I entered the village, they just killed me. So I was like, the save was like right inside the door, so I'd spawn and die. Like, I I didn't know what to do, and it wouldn't let me leave. Oh, man. So I'd like, my buddy's like a super RPG like guru. Like, he's amazing. He beat. He beat Skyrim and Fallout 3, like, 100%. Beat everything. Ooh. I had to have him, like, kill everybody for me. I was like, dude, I can't do it. I'm getting going. way too mad to be, like, just dying right <laughs> when I spawn because this is stupid. <laughs> and it wasn't like I was a super high level. I was, like, right in the middle where, like, you're even with everybody. Yeah. So I just get slain because there's, like, 50 of them. Oh. It was so stupid. Yeah, you probably killed a chicken on accident. Or stole a chicken. <laughs> I, I think I pickpocketed something. Oh, fam, you messed up. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, you jacked up yeah. for real. Because the thing about pickpocketing people is, A, the dude you pickpocketed, even if you get out of the situation, they will send an assassin to try yeah. and kill you on the road. Like, you'll randomly be walking, and somebody's going to run up in your trap house trying to kill you. You're like, who are you? And then you search their body. There's a note. But, like, I need you to kill that pickpocket, whatever your character yeah. name is, now. He deserves to learn a lesson. Every once in a while, it's like, okay, I just need you to beat him up. But, like, if you steal anything more than 50 gold, it's an automatic assassination. Yeah. And they just keep coming. They just keep coming. So, like, you'd be walking down the street. Somebody's going to try and kill you. But then... Then if your so if your speech level isn't high enough, you can't even bribe the guards. So you either gotta fight or just go to jail. Those are your two <laughs> options. If your speech isn't high enough, you fighting, and if you can't fight, you're just gonna keep dying. And if you keep or or you go to jail. No doubt. Sometimes you just gotta face defeat too. It's like okay, I'm gonna go to jail for yeah, a second. Honestly, like when I first started playing Skyrim, I was like, yeah, yeah. Go to jail, <laughs> and then um, quick side tip: there is an amulet. There's a there's there's a necklace in Skyrim that you can get where all your persuasions are boosted by like ninety percent, so they always work. Get that early in the game because you can just say whatever you want, you can do yeah. whatever you want. And they're like, oh okay. Like one time I like robbed the king and was like, nah, it wasn't me. <laughs> and they were like. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. All right, cool. We'll go look for the guy who did it. And I'm like, bet. <laughs> bet. Do that. Make yourself a sandwich. Call <laughs> I was like, make yourself a sandwich. No, nah, it wasn't me. Somebody else took all the sandwich meat. <laughs> um, but, yes, anyone anyone who is thinking about buying a Switch, you should absolutely buy a Nintendo Switch. Nintendo is doing a lot of cool things in that they're getting games like um, a bunch of Ubisoft games. They're getting... Uh, a bunch of third-party games, which is kind of unusual for a Nintendo system. So everyone was like, okay, we're used to having the Nintendo staples, the Marios, the Zeldas, the... the, the um, what's another Nintendo... Oh, the... Um, I can't. I'm losing track. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. The Nintendo staples. You get all the Nintendo staples, but you're not really used to getting different games. We're getting XCOM... On Nintendo Switch, we got Doom. We're getting so Fallout. There's Skyrim. Trust me, I know. I have it. I played it again because I'm addicted to that stupid game. I can't get rid of it. 
Um, we're getting more Ubisoft games on the Nintendo Switch because they have that weird combo with like Mario versus Rabbids. So that weird partnership is just starting to grow. So it's a great backup system or an, an, a great addition to the portfolio. I don't think it should be your main system yeah. because you're going to miss out on a lot. Um, right now, I think the best way to do it is a PS4 and a Switch or a PC and a Switch. Yeah, I have a PS4. So. Yeah, I think Xbox is coming along in a, in a really, really good way. They're just not quite there yet. I mean, they bought 15 different studios, so Xbox exclusives are coming down the pipeline. They're just being worked on. So, Actually, this is a great uh, segue. I know what I'm doing, man. I've been doing this for a minute. Give me credit. Still, still an intern. Yeah, well, yeah, in that case, back to work. Uh, so, as you know, we are a, not strictly, but we're a PlayStation household in here. But you know what else you should buy? Some of the new controllers they have coming out. They got a lot of new colors coming out. And they are looking nice. The best one, in my opinion, the is Goku the one. The Goku one is cool, but that limited 500 million mm, translucent yeah, PS4 one is sick. Looks like the old Mad Cat ones you used to buy. Yeah. Them. You couldn't afford a Sony controller. <laughs> yeah, no. I had uh, so many Mad Cat controllers. Yeah, they were so trash. And the thumbsticks would like break and like stick to the sides. And the what was it? I think the square button always was mashed. Like you couldn't get it to pop back up. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but they have four colors that they come They've out. They've got with. four new colors coming out, minus the limited five hundred, which is again that again. If you don't know, they hit five hundred million consoles sold. That's not to like businesses there are 500 million ps4 sold to customers that's a lot of freaking consoles that's a lot of freaking consoles i don't even know what to do with three of them yeah yeah so it's it's just dope it just speaks to sony learning their lesson from the ps3 era and from the get-go doing almost everything right. I don't want to say they did everything right. They did almost everything right. Yeah, because there's still there's still a lot of network problems. A lot of network problems. Didn't it just go down this last week? Yeah, it did. There's no reason why there shouldn't be cross-play. I mean, cross-play is one of the yeah. best ways to just boost your profile, if you ask me. Yeah. And, like, it works for Rocket League. It works for, I mean, Fortnite. Can you imagine having a Fortnite tournament where you could do all the consoles together? It'd be amazing. But you know, except PC would still win. Yeah, PC would die. <laughs> you can't do anything about that. Yeah, no, you just you just get washed. Um, but and I feel like they're falling back in the old mistakes where they do more PR speak than it's like just talking directly to gamers. Like, well, we want to protect our gamers. Listen, have you ever played Two K Online? People say unscrupulous things about yeah. your mother. Stop it. <laughs> we all we are, we know like everyone knows what playing online is at this yeah. point. So this whole idea of trying to quote unquote protect the gamers from like griefing or or bullying it's not your job to protect the gamers hey the gamers need to assume that responsibility yeah themselves. i will say though it's gotten better over the past few years like if you played online in like 2010 2011 oh yeah people it was were wild ruthless man. wild man they would straight up say anything to you yes i and now can't. now everybody's like oh, i'm just gonna get in a party chat and like just talk to my friends like and that's exactly that's why party chat exists it's like i don't want to deal with the nonsense yeah. that goes on in the park Hop in party chat. And I'll be in party chat playing a different game than the rest of my yeah. friends, but the fact that you're just in party chat anyway alleviates a lot of the Which, nonsense that happens. Honestly, I couldn't tell you the last time I was just in game chat. Even if I'm by myself, I'll throw a party chat on that way nobody can bug me. And you don't have to hear them like just talking about nonsense in the, in the game chat. Exactly. Um, but in addition to PS4 controllers, there have been multiple outlets that have announced that there's potential 
that a PS5 could be dropping next year. I want to hear both of you guys' opinions on this because I know I got my set of feels. Because uh, what was the stipulation that they get? Wasn't it there's a if they get so many of like a specific part, yeah, they'd be able to release it by end of next year, yeah, 2019. end of twenty nineteen. Um, I I believe the original article. I, I read the article on. IGN. I don't know who wrote the original article or where the news came from, but apparently they've been. I don't. I don't doubt for a second that they've been working on PS Five. Um, and what makes me believe that even more is Nvidia's announcement with these new RTX graphics card. Um, Nvidia makes graphics card. They make the GTX ten eighty, GTX ten eighty Ti. They basically released a new generation of graphics card on what they're calling the RTX. Um, platform, which is went from Pascal to like flourishing or something. But the new system is just ridiculous. The RTX 7, two, what, 2070 is 10 times more powerful than the RT, uh, GTX 1080 Ti, which was already the most powerful graphics card on the face of the planet. So that news makes me think, okay, it's possible that they have this, but we haven't heard developers saying anything about receiving dev consoles. So I don't know how much I trust this, but what? How do you like? Apart from like, a we don't we haven't heard anything about dev consoles being out there. We don't even know there's a code name. Is 2019 too soon? Is it the right time? How do you guys like feel emotionally, budget wise, like video games, the games you're playing? How do you feel about PS5 coming out end of 2019? I don't know. I, th- I think it'll be later than that. I think if they do it too early, it's kind of stupid for them. With all these releases coming out this year at the beginning of next year, mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like it'd be rushed. But then again, that new Elder Scrolls trailer that dropped, there's no there's way, no way it's going to be on PS4. PS4. No, no, there's Not none. even close. That's why they just released that, what was like, 15 seconds? Of just of land. mountains. Just land. Yeah, that, there's no way it's going to be that. But then if it's like... If it's like an $800 console, I'm going to be way more likely to just chill with my PS4 for a minute. Exactly. But if they if they release it at that five dollars to $600 range, I'm way more likely to want to go out there on Black Friday and freeze my butt off sitting in line waiting for one. Like, exactly. I don't know. But if, it, if it's over that six 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 fifty range, I don't, I'm going to be really hesitant about yeah, it. Yeah, anything over $599 is too much. I, I Honestly, $499 is too much. I think $499 is the right price. 500 is the right price. Anything over that? Because, like, think about it. The things you could buy for $500 is ridiculous. You could spend $500 on Walmart easily and look like a king. Yeah. But, like, to spend that on a console when you already have a fully functioning PS4 Pro, which I have. Yeah. And it functions great. Um, which they just, how long ago was it they released the last version of the PS4 Pro? Uh, a year and a half ago. Yeah, so I feel, I feel like it's rushed almost. Yeah, like, I don't know why you would need a PS5 now. No. Um, honestly, I thought the PS4 Pro prolonged the life cycle of the That's PS4. That's what I was thinking too. Because a lot of people are like, okay, I have a day one PS4. It's starting to slow down. I'll get a Pro. Yeah, so my buddy just did that, and he said it literally performs a thousand times better. Exactly. I have so a PS4 Pro. Better. I hook it up to my PC monitor, and it looks great. It doesn't look as good as my PC, but I'll tell you, Division functions. The graphics pop up a lot smoother, but that's just because... The Pro allows for more to happen. Yeah. The Xbox One X just released. I know they said they're going to do this modular thing in the future, so I don't think it's a smart idea for them to jump the gun. Maybe 2021 would be a more reasonable timeline. I think 2021 will like, okay, cool. We've had a ton of exclusives. We've had plenty of time with the PS4. I think it's time for a new console. Um, and just look at 
Look how good God of War looks. 2K, the NBA Live demo looks great. I'm sure 2K is going to look great, but Spider-Man looks amazing. Spider-Man looks crazy. Spider-Man looks amazing. September 7th, I can't wait. Red Dead looks crazy. I'm just saying, if I don't have a posse ready to shoot with me online on Red Dead, oh, just, I'm doing I mean, something wrong. You're adding me. I'm going to add you right now. I mean, what, what, <laughs> what, what, what do you mean? Where's the PlayStation app? I'm adding you on the okay. PlayStation right so now. So then I guess this is also kind of a good segue because Chance came up with he has this dilemma going I on. I do. Because you mentioned September 7th, Spider-Man's coming out. Yeah. FIFA. FIFA's also coming out. Comes out and like so the same and time. He, and he's so trying to be alive. And so he's just kind of at this cross, like, which one does he go for? I'm think, I'm leaning more towards Spider-Man. That is, in my opinion, the better pick. Because here's the thing. FIFA's going to be around for That's the next true. year. Yep. And FIFA, the FIFA crowd gets bumps because of soccer events throughout the year. Yeah. So... Like Champions Cup, which is gonna be available in FIFA now. Champions League, yeah, it will be. Yeah, Champions League, Premier League. Well, isn't that the Champions Cup that happens every year? Champions League. That's what it's called. Yeah, Champions League. Okay, so (laughs) I know there's a Champions League. I thought the cup for the Champions League was the Champions Cup. Champions League. Champions League (laughs) gets a huge bump from a bunch of like the European players hop on really heavy for that. Um, The first week is really cool to be in there, but like FIFA isn't really going to change much. It's like 2K the first week, I guess. It's like 2K the first week. There's a bunch of hype, but then like the people who are going to be playing FIFA are going to be playing FIFA. The the only difference is the people playing it actually like it. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, that's really true. (laughs) Honestly, the people who play 2K just complain about 2K all year, but there's nothing else to play. It's the same. Play live. Play NBA live. It's the same as people who play Madden. Yeah, they they get so mad about everything. I'm like, there's no options. You just. I'm sorry, I can't help you there. But yeah. if you like baseball, you're in a good spot because MLB is amazing. The show's incredible. Really good. But get Spider Man. I'm, I'm definitely, I'm definitely. Oh, I've been leaning more towards Spider Man the last couple of weeks because the more I, the more I like see and like watch the trailer, like gameplay and stuff. I'm like, I love the Batman Arkham games. That's like my favorite series that I've ever played. So good. And it looks because it was developed by Insomniac as well, wasn't it? Yes, it was. So it, the mechanics well, look pretty. I think sick. it was produced by. Them. Yeah, no, it was. Ar- it was Arcane. It was in the Sony. It was Arcane. But I watched the interview with the uh, developers from E3, and they said they kind of modeled it after Arkham. Yes. yes. And so that appeals to me like a lot because I love the finding mechanics on so Arkham. Good. They were so good. And the really, really the thing I like about it is. The characters feel natural. Yeah. Um, the world feels natural. Everything's populated. And you're not this... For a while, we've had Peter Parker at the beginning of his journey, which yeah. for this generation, the guys in this room, we grew up with Peter Parker. Yeah. Like, we grew up with X-Men. We grew up with Batman. We grew up with Superman in, like, multiple iterations. Like, when we were little, little kids, Peter Parker was, like... There was kitty versions of Peter Parker. Yeah. Then we had the trash series of Spider-Man movies. Then we had really good Spider-Man cartoons growing up. So we know the origin story well enough already. I could yeah. probably quote it from the top of my head without even thinking. So to have a Spider-Man who's mature in his journey, mature in his fighting style, mature in his ability to handle like trauma and chaos, it's just a new perspective on Spider-Man. And... It just gets me more hype for Into the Spider-Verse at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Do you think the the leveling system will be a lot better since he's more experienced? Like the like I don't know what I don't know what kind of like 
gadgets or anything. Yeah, like, anything I think like, it's, go, like, it's going to be more like unlocking gadgets rather as opposed to like unlocking new moves because I think all the moves are available to you in the beginning. I oh, think really? I'm not quite sure. There might be a few moves, but I no, think it's I, like I, unlocking I, gadgets and suits to make you better at what you're already doing. I think the suits are sick. Too. I, I don't know. If, so I, I could be completely making this up, but I think I remember seeing at some sort of expo that they're doing for it. I don't know if it was E3 specifically. Um, that you do have like the skill sets, but obviously for like the tutorial, it's kind of like, oh, I know I have this, but I forgot how to do it, kind of thing. So then, yeah. kind of like relearning it. Oh, and so that I, makes sense. I, yeah, I think they're gonna take that approach to it, kind of. Um, but I like I said, I, I could be. Yeah, I wouldn't be mad really, at that approach yeah. either. Like to come in and kind of be like. Oh, I haven't fought in a while. Like, I need to yeah. ease into it. But then once you do that, if if you had all the all the fighting mechanics like just to your arsenal at first, it would be amazing. Yeah, and it might be a thing where because um, I don't want to spoil anything for you, but they've already talked about this as like a big breakout. Yeah, and like essentially the Sinister Six are on the loose. Yeah, so um, it might be a thing where like, oh, cool, I'm going up against Shocker. I need a different set of moves versus Shocker than Rhino. Then I need a different moves versus. Um, Octo and Goblin. So is Goblin in it? I think I didn't see him, I didn't in. see him in that gameplay trailer where they all break out. So I, I thought I thought I saw something about Green Goblin potentially being in the game. I hope he is. Um, because I mean Goblin's just my favorite villain in Spider Man. Mine's Venom. So Venom is. As a I'm so level. hyped for that movie. Oh my god! Did no, you see he signed off for three three movies? more? Three more. I thought if it was I don't get total. A, oh, I don't know. If I don't get a Venom Carnage movie, though, oh, I hope that's what the last one is. Venom oh versus. My God. Oh, I so sick. I don't even want to think about it because yeah. I'm getting too excited. But honestly, this oh, yo, we are on par with the segue today. Do you think Gosh. they'll do DLC for like villain, like villain DLC, like oh, really a Venom so. DLC, or like it would be so sick if they did like a Punisher DLC? I, I, I really. Oh really my god, so. that'd be amazing. That's honestly. Or if they just like threw Deadpool in or something. I, I know. <laughs> I just saw that. <laughs> yeah. so if I swing up on top of a roof and I see Deadpool sitting there eating a taco or something, I'm yeah. gonna lose my mind. I'm, oh, that'd be great. It'd be the greatest. Jimmy <laughs> Chang's all day. Already the best video game of 2018. <laughs> uh, but I'm also totally kind of sticking with so we talked about the Venom, Tom Hardy signing on for three movies um we also get a window for spider-man far from home yes sir so we talked about the ploy that tom holland uh released air quote uh the title for the sequel for the spider-man movie but it's gonna be summer 2019 july and i'm super excited because that summer is like and that's so lead up to Avengers two, isn't it? Well, no, this is going to be after because oh, yeah, you have to realize. Right, so February right. we're getting Captain Marvel. Yeah. Then April slash May we're getting Avengers four, and then in July we're getting Spider Man two. That'd be that's Marvel is just on like they're killing it. They're just like, like they're just, just like it. Teen, I'm gonna be completely up. honest. I haven't seen the last like six Marvel movies. It's that's okay. I just had. I don't know why. I just haven't. My interest just like kind of went down a little. And that's bit. okay. The good, the good thing about that is you don't have to watch all of them. You don't have to watch all of them for it to make sense. But if you do, it's cool. And like I guess this is where the Disney thing comes in. Yeah. If you get that, there's the whole Disney Netflix thing, which I honestly am still sleeping on because I don't think it's worth it yet. You just have all the movies. Yeah. I mean, they're on Netflix right now. But like, if you want to. You just hop on your little Disney thing. You spend about yeah. a week just you know, watch a movie a day, and then honestly, the 
only ones that I would really focus on. Ragnarok. Ragnarok. That's key. key. Homecoming. Well, I like. I saw Homecoming in theaters because I'm a big Spider-Man fan. Yeah, so so obviously you got Homecoming, Ragnarok, Black Panther, and then honestly, that's really all you would need, like especially if you've already seen the other... Avengers movies. Yeah, I've seen those. To put you right at Avengers. And I liked, Avengers I liked both the Guardians of the Galaxy, too. Yeah. Like, oh, and you see Guardians, yeah, that literally you, if you just watch Ragnarok and Black Panther, then you're good. Ragnarok, Black Panther, and Doctor Strange. Okay. Mm, yeah, yeah, Doctor Strange. So that, that'll literally put you where you need to be for to fully appreciate Avengers 3, and then obviously we'll need Captain Marvel to understand going yeah, to Avengers. because I've always been more of a DC guy. I've always, like, I like how dark Batman is, and I like how their universe is more like dark. I feel like it's yeah. not it's not so playful and fun, which I don't want to say like playful and fun because yeah. it's not it's not playful at all. No. Like I mean, it's more. I would say Marvel comics are more fun though. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're more, I guess, easy to read when you're like a kid because it's like the the characters feel more appealing. I guess I guess except for like X Men because X Men is just kind of twisted in its own way. Yeah, X Men is vicious. Yeah, like the first time the Sentinels come through and just destroy everybody, I cried. <laughs> like I, in the cartoon, I remember why I was like, "Why is everyone dead?" Yeah. Um, but I totally agree with you. I'm a DC. I'm a DC fanboy. Like admittedly, from like the go, I think Disney um, is killing it as far as like Marvel movies, like yeah. the big picture movies. But I think DC is killing it everywhere else. I love Gotham. Oh. People used to slaughter me for liking Gotham. And now I was like, oh, well, it's a really good show. I'm like, I told you. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm two seasons in. Yeah. Like, what you get it's to season, good. What'd you get to season four? It's a different show. Sweet. So good. Um, Gotham is great. The CW shows that these guys watch are on point. I don't, I'm not as <laughs> up to the CW shows like as yeah. they are. He, he says that, but then week in, week out, the one show he's bashing, Supergirl, Super which he, he's not wrong. I like, listen, he's not wrong. I am not going to invest time into a show that's mediocre and a half. That's there true. are too many good shows out here for me to be like, this is like going. To a Chinese restaurant and ordering fries. No. Look yeah. at the menu. Yeah. You've got wontons on there. You've got dumplings. You've got pork, beef. You've got... We can even make this a universe. You can go down to China Street. You can get roast duck. Get you some pad thai. But you want to order fries? Why? Go to McDonald's. Pay a dollar. Get you a large fry. You'd be all right. Yeah. I'm not watching that rubbish show. Hmm. Sorry, John. I know we're going to argue about this, but, you know, I just can't stand. That show is so subpar. And then the one time they had an opportunity to make the show great with the addition of um, Martian Manhunter because the story was beginning to progress, they stifled that character and the story just died. I'm like, why? Why? He was like the, the turning point of the show. They did release the dates for the crossover event that they're having, yeah, which, is, which is going to introduce Batwoman. Batwoman. And then they, and then I was like, okay, I'm, in, I'm excited. Batwoman's going to come. And then they made the mistake of putting that garbage half, half, half-ass Superman on that show. And I'm like, oh, the Superman in the show is even worse than the Supergirl. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> oh, I'm just so annoyed. Anyway. So, but... Yeah, I would agree. Like DC, we've we've generally been DC people. We've been DC people. We appreciate what Marvel has yeah. been doing with their movies. Have you seen Batman, like Ninja Batman yet? Ninja Batman. Go watch that. Is it fire? It's amazing. Okay. Art style. What's it on? Like, um, I think it might be like on Amazon, or you might have to buy okay. it. But if you find it, you can bootleg it. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> 
I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not above that. Yeah, I've purchased <laughs> it, so I'm not. A, I'm not opposed to telling people to bootleg something I've I already paid money for. Only download music illegally, so oh, well, I'm definitely not above it. Yeah, LimeWire for sure. LimeWire, <laughs> and after that, there was like uh, what is it, Bayshare? Yeah, yeah. I ripped so much stuff from there. Mm. Cool. Okay, so we we talked a lot about ourselves and what we do, we do, but we're more interested in what you do, Mr. Chamberlain. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, talk about yourself. Tell the people what you. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, no, I, if you I, if you treat this like syllabus day, I will literally <laughs> knock you out. Tell us your name, major. Fun fact: syllabus day is Monday for me. No, have you seen that one? Um, Episode of Breakfast Club with Charlemagne and Lil Duval. Yeah, hilarious. That one's great. <laughs> the, oh, so good. Lil Duval. Even though I hate the Breakfast Club. You hate the Breakfast Club. I do. I'm an Ebro guy. Yeah. See, I recently started appreciating old man Ebro. I love. Ebro. I love Breakfast Club though. Ebro is so blunt though. Fact. Like if he doesn't like you, he's gonna tell you. To your oh face. yeah. But interview where he told Kyle to his face. So like, yeah, your music's cool, but you're still trash. Yeah. It's the best interview on the internet. I just watched that one like two weeks ago and it made me die. So yes. good. Um, but yeah, go ahead and do the whole. So uh, breakdown for our people here. Chance is a man of many hats. I am. Literally, 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 literally and figuratively, uh, you have your own podcast. I do. Uh, that you started recently. You're eight episodes in. Nine. 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 Yes. Because yeah. you just released one last week, correct? Monday. Monday. Yeah. And you're getting ready to do another one. Yeah. And you're big into music. Huge. Yeah. But I don't play or anything. You don't play. No. You just you just, I just love, love it. Yeah. Different genres of music. We're talking about how you've gone to over 50 concerts yeah. in the past year or so. In the last in the year? In the past two years. Yeah. Wow. That's a lot of concerts. Yeah. A lot of money. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm about to buy these trucks. See? That's all I do. I do this. I gotta do it. Very much want to see it though. And obviously, you have collectibles that yeah. uh, you go through vinyls, yeah. uh, pop figures. Yeah. So just just break down who you are, like what your podcast is about, so the people know. Okay, I'm gonna start my podcast yeah. just because it'd be the easiest to explain. So. I started it with the intention to like not focus on one thing and it's kind of turning into like focusing on just talking about music. Yeah. But I try not to stick with one genre because I think that gets super boring and I I don't listen to just one genre. I get so bored listening to the same stuff every day for weeks and months and whatever. So music wise, I'm really, really into hip hop and rap and R&B stuff like mostly, but then I love classic rock. I have like a huge obsession with blues. I love the blues. Uh, Cedar Ray Vaughan's my favorite artist of all time. Like, love his music. Um, and then I listen to, like, 70s country. I listen to some pop music now, but I think a lot of it's trash. I won't even touch it. Yeah. I listen to hardcore. I listen to metal. I listen to classic metal. I listen to, I listen to everything. Like, I don't, I don't keep anything out of my realm. Like, I, I want to be able to, like, accept anything. Like... If you have a really good K-pop album, I'll listen to it. I don't. I don't know anything about. By K-pop. the way, BTS. BTS I knew yeah. that. I, I, I knew that. But I mean, I'm I'm open to anything. I'm not. I'm not like. I hate being a one-trick pony. It's so boring. Yeah. So, yeah. I just mostly talk about music. I have. I've only had two separate guests, and I've had them on multiple times. I've had my girlfriend on, and she'll be on Monday. So, check that out when it comes out. It'll be Monday. And then I've had one of my best friends, Tyler, who's also the same way as me. He just listens to anything. And, but he's he's more of the, like the darker stuff. He loves. He's like a super metalhead now. So, yeah, that, that's that's pretty much all that's about. I talk about video games. Whenever E three happened, I had a whole episode where I talked about that. I'll talk about movies that excite me when they come out. 
which right now isn't a whole lot until that Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. I'm really, Halloween's like one of my favorite series of all time, so I'm super excited for Halloween, even though I'm going to be watching it solo because my girlfriend will not watch it with me. (laughs) Having those games. So I'll be watching that by myself. Um, Then I guess my, my biggest like passion, I guess, besides like doing my podcast for like, being with my girlfriend or whatever is like I collect uh, records like mm-hmm. I just collect music I guess I collect I'm, I'm super into like if you love something and you like it a lot then go buy it I hate people who are just like oh I love this artist so much but then you're just streaming him yeah that's trash you don't love them that much if you love them go buy their stuff support them do whatever you gotta do to put and it just looks sick to walk into somebody's room and they just have like a wall full of records like that's so tight to me or like if you have a ton of posters on the wall like that shows me that you care about this enough to buy something and display that to me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I love records. I probably have three, 300 of them, three, 400 Ooh, of them. wow. Like, do you have, like, physical CDs yeah. or actual records or Both. vinyls or do you just have all of them? Both. That's yeah, so some albums, if I like it enough, per se, like uh, Rodeo, Travis Scott Rodeo. I have it on vinyl. I have it on CD. I bought it on my iTunes. Like, I bought the album, like, more than once. Yeah. So stuff like yeah. that. I'll do that. Like, and a lot of times the CD packaging is different. So like they'll have that flip book inside and there'll be different pictures in there than there are in the record. Like uh, we have the weekend star boy for instance. So good. So fire. And the the vinyl is like a candy cane red see-through. It's so beautiful. One of the coolest, one thing I appreciate about vinyl in the modern era is with the advancement of the technologies, the different things that they do with the actual vinyl. Yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing. But it, it doesn't the flip book and it there's none and then you get the cd and you have all these different pictures and all that but my biggest thing about it is i'm like a packaging geek like yeah. i love the packaging on things there's like, a, a friend of mine who's infatuated with that album and she has everything including the starboy comics i have the comic yeah. she's so just like infatuated with like the weekend period. That's my girlfriend for sure. Okay, yeah. then she has all of. I've bought her all of his albums that he's ever released on vinyl, on vinyl, including Kiss Lane, which is like which is classic, stupid hard to find. I have all of his albums on CD, including Kiss Lane. I bought it when it came out. Man, the so night you, it came out, I the, bought it because that's good because you can't find it anymore. No, nowhere. And that's that's my favorite album by him too. So it's like I I I'm, I'm big into finding like super rare records. So I have this. Willie Nelson record from way back in the day or whatever. I looked it up on Discogs. Have you ever been on Discogs? I have, yeah, once or twice. When I was looking for, um, I basically had to prove a point about Kanye. Okay. Um, so I, I went on Discogs. You got to defend. I, I <laughs> yeah, feel you. <laughs> but uh, I have it, and on Discogs right now, it's going for like 120 bucks. That's And I bought it for like 20 which is ridiculous. I went up to uh, First Fridays in, uh, what the hell is it called? Oh. It's one of those little shops you go downstairs and it has a bunch of records. Oh, okay, for sure. I found it in there and I was like, dude, 20 bucks? And it's in mint condition. Like, oh, that's fire! Condition. It's so sick. But I don't know. I have, I have quite a few rare ones. I'm, just like, I'm super into finding some like super rare stuff. So I have like a couple first presses, uh, Led Zeppelin albums, a couple first press like Black Sabbath albums. But then there's this metal one I have from my favorite metal band, Power Trip. It's a picture disc. And it looks like a 1980s like executioner on the back, and it's so tight. It's limited to like a thousand. That's ridiculous. Yeah. See, I really like that. Um, one of the things I appreciated that happened twice last year, um, but I only really fully went in on like one particular album is four four four. 
Um, I just had this feeling about 444 because um, it was post the whole Jay-Z mm-hmm. Lemonade thing and Jay-Z was just doing things differently. Everybody yeah. knows when Jay-Z does something, he does it to like the nth degree. Yeah. But the whole 444 marketing and the packaging and it was then perfect. Marshall Law was doing the whole boxing thing and he was popping off because yeah. of Moonlight and his feature on, um, um, what is it? Marvel, Power Man, Luke Cage. Yeah. I had to do the word association <laughs> in my head. <laughs> That's how my mind works. So everything was perfect. And then it launched and it was like title exclusive. Okay, we get it. Physical, CD, physical, vinyl, physical. They had the tape. And I was like, oh, what is, like, what is this? Fire. I bought the tape. It, came, yeah. it had to come from Europe and it took six weeks. And it's I thought, worth it. I thought I got scammed. I have that tape and I'm never taking it out of the package. I wouldn't either. Ever. I have a Yeezus tape that I'll never take out of the oh, package. Oh, I didn't even know we did it, dude. Yeah, I have a tape. It's this, the orange sticker is on the packaging. So if you open it, you lose it's, the orange yeah, sticker. sticker. Yeah. So uh, it like, yeah. completely just like throws away. I also have a bootleg Yeezus on vinyl. I want, I want, I want Yeezus vinyl just because I've heard it's like pitch black. Mine's clear. That's clear. I also have a bootleg Cruel Summer and a bootleg Graduation. On that's vinyl. super dope. Yeah. Super dope. No, I'm, it's really interesting to I'm talk about music in that like the physical manifestation of like, music well, in the world. It's not talked to about s- anymore. It's not. It's it's all. Oh, I got this many streams this week on Spotify, but I'm like, I mean that's tight, but like, did you sell records? Like this whole Nikki Travis thing, like. She's mad because he like bundled the deal, but that's so smart in marketing terms. No, I mean it's I, literally a, you're selling the album, but it's like they're here for the T-shirt and the album. They here's, get too. here's the thing that I don't understand, and people like again, I am a very, 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 very biased Kanye supporter, but that's because he's that's me too. Done a lot of things right for yeah. so long. Travis Scott and now Chance the Rapper are literally, to a T, following the playbook for My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. And it's genius. If you didn't already know, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy was like announced like six or seven years before it ever released. He was working on songs that are on uh, fantasy while he was making Graduation. Yeah. Like, if you didn't know that was... Like, there was an eight-minute-long video of, like, one piano, like, dun... That, yeah. There's a video for eight minutes where it's just that over and over and over and over. It was like basically Black Swan was popular yeah. at that time too. Yeah. So they had the dancer from Black Swan in it. Like Travis Scott isn't doing anything. No, he's following the playbook for Dark Twisted Fantasy. And that's what if you if you the listen to him, thing well, yeah. Is. And if you listen to him talk about it, both Chance and Travis will admit that. Yeah. Because Kanye, like, kind of brought them under his wing and was like, here's how we do things. Here's what you do. And if you look at the way Kanye releases albums every two years, yep. every two years, you know what's going to happen? There's so many artists now that do that. Tyler, the creator, does it. Every two years, you're getting an album. The Migos do. Every, well, Culture 2 came out a year after Culture 1, didn't it? Yeah, but... See, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. I'm going like, to sound like a complete, like, old head here, but... Old Migos is so much better than... Oh, yeah, 100%. Oh, my God. Like, I love the whole QC the culture thing because I think they're flourishing now. Yeah. But I like, mean, they're finally getting some, like... They're, they're getting, getting the respect. credit yeah. they deserve, yeah. but, I mean... Get out no label? But no label is good so God. good. So fire. It's so good. And the same thing with, um, again, we're talking about the whole, um, basically, Kanye's best prodigy. 
he and Simon Buddy Proud of me, um, Chance the Rapper. If you realize, if you don't realize, he's basically doing yeah. um, the whole Friday thing. Mm-hmm. Like every Literally. Friday, yeah. I think the last three Fridays in a row, we've gotten new music. Mm-hmm. We've got reboot this Friday. We got uh, what's no the hook? hook? No hook last Friday. Oh, yeah. And then those three hook? songs. What's the hook? And then those three songs the Friday before I only that. I liked one of those three songs though. Oh, it was four actually. It was four. Or was yeah. it three or four? It was four. Yeah, it was four. Uh, I might need security. Walla Cam. Sixty fifth and Ingleside. And then work out. Yeah. And my need security. Yeah. Which one was that? I might need security. Yeah. Uh, that's the one where Jamie Sock Jimmy Fox is uh, singing F you. Yeah, that's the one I liked. I think that's I the liked best that one. one a lot. I think that's uh, honestly like I honestly did, that's I, the best I, one. I honestly didn't like the other ones though. And I, I was super disappointed. Honestly, not as much, but I did like work out. I like workout in moments. I like I, agree I Might you, Need yeah. Security was probably my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, it's 65th, all fit list. Yeah. 65th and Ingleside is like my Sunday drive home because it just has the keys, the piano, the choir, the choruses. So on my way home on a Sunday, that's what I listen to. Can um, I bring up something that bugs the crap out of me for about sure. Chance the Rapper fans? Go ahead. When they just want to say that acid rap's like the greatest thing ever. It's not. Coloring book is better. What? what? Who's arguing that? Dude, I swear to God, everyone like from from Harrisonville that like I went to school with, Asher Rap's his best project ever. I'm like, oh, they can't. Those people. I'm don't like, know. dude, they don't know music. Yeah, open your ears. It's not the best. There's coloring like book. Idiot. Coloring book is so refined, and it follows a theme the whole time, and it's held. It holds your attention the entirety, th- like the entire way through. If you. <laughs> <laughs> Acid Rap is just a collection of songs. Yes. It has no theme. Not like 10 Day. 10 Day had a theme. That was 10 Day sure. carried the theme. Acid Rap was just like a bunch of random songs that sounded good. They're all good. I'm not saying it's bad. Yeah. But Coloring Book is a full-length project with a theme and a message all the way through that can be heard. It's not like some subliminal message. He's just out there saying it. Yeah. And it's sonically, it sounds amazing. It sounds incredible. And you can't tell me... Those T-Pain vocals are amazing. <laughs> Come on. Let's go. Come no, I mean, anyone who's arguing acid rap over coloring book isn't listening to the music. They're listening to, um, honestly, yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're listening to the way I think a lot of new kids listen to music, which is like they're listening for the hits. Because I think, exactly. I think exactly. acid rap had more hits because it was like when he was coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, which his songs are good on acid rap, but like if you, he even says... Coloring Book is his favorite project because he took everything he learned in 10 Day and Acid, and acid Rap to, to define himself for Coloring Book. And isn't that what you want from an artist? Is progression. To, you can see the, progress, the progression musically throughout their discography. Look at Kanye. Look at College Dropout. Look at what he's making now. It's polar op. It's completely different. And to see the progression is what you want to see. I don't want to hear Acid Rap 10 times. No, and that's... that's I don't. From anybody. Which is why rappers like who are really good, but let's say Kevin Gates. Okay. Kevin Gates will never progress beyond where he is now because he makes the same two songs. Exactly. I fully agree. He makes the same two songs. He makes the club banger and he makes the hood trap. Yep. Those and and they are the same two songs. The reason I think and um 
God bless the dead. The reason X was so polarizing but so um, magnetic to a lot of people is every song on the album was different mm-hmm. and it spoke to a different person. It didn't have the thematics to it. Yeah. Change was probably the best song organized, but a lot of people like... Um, I personally, my favorite song is I Don't Even Speak Spanish, LOL. Longest title on the planet but it's just a really really good song the way it's organized the way the the songs crescendo and yeah. all like the like the soundscapes on i don't even speak spanish are amazing yeah but everyone loves um what is it question mark change yeah. and um sad 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 is super good but sad isn't the best song no i don't agree I, I, I agree with that too see i think that his soundcloud stuff is better than his Albums. 100%. R.I.P. Roach with Ski Mask. So good. That song goes crazy. I didn't even know who Ski Mask was until I listened to that song. Really? But now Ski Mask Ski is Mask. incredible. Yeah, I like Mask him too because he literally doesn't care. You know who His my, lyrics are so like everywhere and his flow is so weird. My, he just like, gr- like I'm grasped every time I listen to him. Um, shout out to the young kids like just wrecking things out here. Yeah. Um, YBN is killing things. YBN uh, Neymar Namir <laughs> I call him YBN he wears a Neymar jersey like every day he does so I call him YBN Neymar he's alright Almighty is crazy but he can actually rap Corday is the best one I think he's group. the best for sure Corday is in the group that Scotty Pippen song they just released yeah. is amazing you know Mike Dean mastered that I know that's crazy the fact that these kids 15, 16, 17 are getting in studios with Mike Dean and dropping songs like Kung Fu and um, they actually Corday and uh, Namir just did a song together that was really fire um, it, A like I feel hope because Mike Dean and Jay Prince and like they see the potential. Coach they see K, yeah. all these guys see the potential in a in a Corday, in a Yachty, in a Slump God. Yeah. And, um, no Jumper is basically wow. helping Ski Mask and Some Dog and Perp. Like Ski Gucci Mane just did a song with Lil Pump. I didn't even. I could never imagine the two being on a track together. Well, and uh, Ski Mask was like help. Timbaland produced like his whole last album. Exactly. That's crazy. The fact, and the, honestly, the only song I really, really like on that album is the one Pharrell and Tyler produced. Ain't no need to stop it. Dun, yeah. Dun. Tyler. Anyway, we need. I will be on this. We will start a whole other podcast in a second. <laughs> um, but no. Um, tell people where they can find your podcast because honestly, me as a. I'm a rap fanatic, but just hearing about hearing the the, the the care and attention and love you have for music, even though it's not, um, it may not be something I don't listen to, um, just makes me want to hear more about what you have going on. So tell the people where they can find your stuff, boss. SoundCloud.com slash T R A K K R E C O R D Z, because. I guess track record spelled like that was taken, so I had to throw the, the Z on there. There you go. But yeah, that's how you fix everything back in the 2000s. Yep. <laughs> the Z or the, the double, those lowercase X, the uppercase yep, yep, X. Yes. Yep. But yeah, I try to upload once a week. Um, lately, I've just been by myself, so it's, it's really hard to just sit there and talk for 30 to 40 minutes by yourself. But this week, I'll have my girlfriend on. We're going to be talking about some stuff. For sure. Mostly so. music stuff, because she, she she cares about the music, too. But I wouldn't say it's, like, in, as in-depth as I do. Mm-hmm. But she definitely, like, cares about it. She'll buy music. She'll buy... She buys me records quite a, quite a bit. She just bought me the Daytona album. Fire. Well, when it came out, it's still... It's, like, at her house right now, and I'm all the way in Warrensburg, and it's in Harrisonville. I need I to go get Daytona on vinyl, you whatever. Can't. You can't get it on vinyl? It was, 
those however many weeks that he released it on his website and then it's done. Dang. I, that, well, same with kids. See, <laughs> my kids see ghosts still hasn't shipped either. And it was only available for that two, like two weeks on their website. Man, I need, I'm love. Yeah. It looks like I need to get into vinyl. Yeah. Um, it's, it's worth it. Like definitely. Dude, that's so dope. You get a good system with a good receiver and amplifier. It'll blow away any other like way you've ever listened to music. That's fire. Yeah. Our right. speaker's right on my house. <laughs> so, uh, kind of like push it along here. Yeah. One of, the, one of the things that you, when we're talking about coming out of the show, is that you were starting to get into anime a little I, bit. Okay. I've had people like, watch this one, watch this one. And I've, I've tried to, but I just need like some direction, I guess. Some direction. Let's do it. This is the perfect way to end the podcast. I've started Bleach. I'm like halfway through the first season. Stop it and don't continue. Well, no. Uh, Okay. Because my manager at work was like, you got to watch that one. It's the best one. But then I was like, there's 800 episodes. (laughs) Yeah. You think that's bad. I've heard there's one with like over a thousand. There are a couple of them over a thousand. More than a few. One piece is reaching there. So. I know I want to watch Akira though. Oh, that's I want to watch probably, it so that should have been the place you first started. Do you have Hulu? Yeah. Watch Akira tonight. Okay. It's in English and Japanese, so watch it in English because you're not you're not quite there yet. Or do you I've watch heard, Doves? Well, I've been told that's the only way to watch me. <laughs> square, so I'm not going to be a square. Well, I'm gonna watch it. Well, here's the, here's, okay. watch Akira dubbed so you understand it, and then your second watch through. Watch it subbed okay. because you appreciate the sub more after you hear it. In yeah, dub. and especially when you okay. start getting to current running animes, uh, it because how they do it. Some of them they do they do simul dubbing, so that means when it releases in Japan, it's also releasing here with okay. the English voice acting at the same time. But they only do that for so many episodes, so many weeks. Uh, so if you want to be current, then you're just gonna have to watch it subbed. And a okay. lot of them, a lot, a lot of people are enamored by, I don't know, being able to watch it and hear the Japanese, but yeah. then they can see it and understand it. Uh, so, But it's, it's really personal preference. There are some shows that where... You never want to watch dubbed. Where the, where the English bad. English voice acting real is bad. real bad. I won't watch Something the like Dragon Ball dubbed. No. Uh, I never... Isn't the... Aren't the subversions of Dragon Ball, like, dirtier? Something like that? Because there was, like, a... I they, mean, yeah, I, I, can, I, can, I yeah, I can see, I can see that. They curse more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that'd be accurate. Yeah, they curse uh, more for sure. But which I think Dragon Ball's fire, dude. The original Dragon Ball, like throwing the hands all about the world tournament martial arts. Yeah, the that fisty one. Cubs, Krillin with no nose. <laughs> Krillin with no nose. <laughs> <laughs> but hilarious. Um, so do we just want to do five top um, five? Or do you want to do? Yeah, you give, do me, give me your top five. Top five? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let, let's go ahead and do that. Um, you do a few. I'll do a few, and then we can agree on one. Okay. Yeah. Two, two, one. Yeah. Okay. So let's, let's do the one. You start. I think, I think we can agree on one that you absolutely should well, start watching. Well, actually, don't, or you want to save that for the end? Let you just go pick yours. I'll pick mine, and then we'll we'll see where we're at. All right. Cool. Um, two that I think you absolutely should. Um, I'm gonna pick one classic and one like contemporary. I okay, I like that idea. Yeah. yeah. So as far as a classic anime, you should watch Samurai Shampoo. I'll uh, that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's real funky, so I'm gonna put it. Samurai right. Shampoo. So C H A M P L O O. Yeah. Okay. Cool. The reason you should watch that is a um, it's it's done. It's wrapped. It's so you can watch it start to finish. Okay. Probably in a weekend, uh, over if over a long weekend for sure. But it's got um, 
it basically got all the, the tidings of a good anime, good story, great art direction, um, great fighting, and um, it doesn't really do too much like messing around. Like the story is, is going in a direction and there aren't there aren't fillers. Um, so you don't have to worry about, is this part of the main storyline? Am I going to get confused? No, it's to the point. Like it's got one of like the most famous characters ever in Mugen, who is both a villain and a hero and an anti-hero and a, he's a character you either love from the jump or you hate him from the jump. But no matter which side of the storyline you stand on, by the end of it, you just love the guy just because of his, this passion. And that's all I say about that. Um, so that's my classic suggestion to Samurai Shampoo. Um, for a contemporary one I think you should watch, man, this is hard. I want to say Naruto, but I want to say Naruto Shippuden because... Well, yeah, I think you could do Naruto because... It's continuation, yeah. but like, that is a project. That is maybe... Well, it's, it's 500 episodes total yeah. across... Well, this is all Naruto, but Naruto, the Naruto Shippuden, which is the... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So like, how, do you, how, do you, how do you split it? Um, I think you go, I think you have to go through because the honestly, there's really only 220 episodes in the first part, which is Naruto original. Uh, Shippuden is then the rest of the 500 episodes. Gotcha. Um, but honestly, I think even like the last 60, 70 episodes of the original Naruto's filler. Yeah. So. And it's it's kind of hard to gauge like what's filler, but even if you're just watching the entire series, like it's it's a little bit of work, but it's it's good because it's like one of those things that will be Naruto will be talked about forever. Naruto will be talked about in the vein Dragon Ball Z is talked about now. Um, and again, it's because the characters, um, character progression. There's a lot of nonsense that happens, and then if you ever get to the end of Naruto Shippuden, you'll understand why I feel it's absolutely ridiculous that they ever decided to let the QB wear Susanoo armor. But it's so good in the fact that it's just like. You see, um, and for us, it was a little different because we, like, as we were growing up, Naruto was growing up, like, oh, wait, so, like, you felt yeah. that. So you kind of grew with it. So yeah, we grew with it. So, like, how people ha- are attached to Harry Potter, I don't understand, but, like, I get the same attachment yeah. I have with Naruto. Gotcha. Um, so that's my, those are my two suggestions for a classic and a contemporary. Um, Naruto Shippuden is done, so you can watch it, take as much time as you gotcha. need, and nothing but, new is going to pop up. But they do have... A follow up Boruto, which is a son, but which we're, we're, we're the, yeah. the, the judge is still out on that one, yeah, because it's still going, it's all gotcha. going, it's been going for about like a year, two years, yeah. or whatever. Um, so I'll go ahead and do the same thing a classic and then a more contemporary one. Um, in terms of classic, Yu Yu Hakusho, I was my other that was my other choice. I wasn't sure if I should go with that. Maroni Kishin was also a choice, but yeah, that's, that, that's also a really good one. Uh, just okay, so we talked about Hunter Hunter and Yu Yu Hakusho, they had the same creators. Um, it, it's it obviously so growing up watching it, so in the era of Toonami, Saturday nights, yeah, uh, sometimes on the weekends before they switched it to Maguzi or whatever, followed up. Um, having those Saturday nights just following this, this punk middle schooler. Uh, who dies and then becomes a spirit detective. Just the action. Like, I have never... That was the first time being introduced to someone where it's just like, 
oh, you're looking at me wrong? Well, I'm about this action real quick. Yeah, I've never seen problems. someone so quick to, to go square up. Just hit that square button. It's like, let's just box right. Do right, you have right a show? Is, is, is the anime equivalent of, uh, what's that boy? NBA Youngboy. <laughs> <laughs> Squaring off in the middle of Hollywood Circus. To be honest, uh, they might as well be uh, the Migos whenever stuff's about to go down. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> you, you have Yusuke, you got Hie, you got Kurama. I mean, you're not wrong. There it is. There it is. <laughs> but it, it's really... We love making real life comparisons on this show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it, it's, it's really good uh, just watching... Again, character progressions of Yusuke, who starts off as his punk middle schooler, doesn't care about anyone but himself, to having to be the one to save the living world uh, and assembling this team of demons, because that's what they're fighting against, demons, um, to do that. And then towards the end, it kind of stifles off a bit and it's rushed the ending. But the overall story, the because there's four seasons, the first three seasons are just so good. So good. Uh, love the story. A contemporary one, I would say you'd have to watch. I don't. I don't want to give you anything like too big because I would say One Piece because it's pretty outlandish. And then even though some stuff is filler, it's not like because the thing with fillers is when you're watching it, you have that sense of this doesn't really line up with what's going on. It's just, then, yeah, it's, yeah, the same, yeah, it's the same concept as like in an album. Like yeah, in an album, you just it's, there's no need for it. Exactly. It's like yeah. Tory Lane's album with like every song had a skit. Now that's what filler. Episode. Yeah, yeah. The thing with One Piece is. All the filler episodes seem to fit the theme of they're just That's out the here problem. You don't know whatever. until the end. You don't know until the end. <laughs> and, and you're just like, well, there's this giant sky in the island. But that seems like somewhere they would go. <laughs> and so, I mean, I don't want to give you anything too vast, but that that's a, like a honorable mention fun one. If okay. you, if yeah, you want I remember like watching that. And like, I remember I was watching it over here one time, and I, I was just bud. Like, which, which time? All five? Yeah, the second the second last time I was watching it, I was like the second last episode. Tim comes down, walking back, like, hey, what episode did you just finish? I was like, oh, I'm on the last episode of Sky Island, and he looks at me and goes. You know that's all filler, right? I'm like, you mean I've watched 14 episodes of filler? (laughs) (laughs) All right. I ain't mad at it, though. Um, But honestly, a more contemporary one that... This does get hard. Mm -hmm. I would say... Actually, I'm going to change it up. Megalo boxing. So another thing anime does really good. They have some really good sports animes. Yeah. So uh, we're we're talking about how Yusuke likes to throw the one two piece meal at you every once in a while. Uh, so it's about I don't want to say like apocalyptic, but it's kind of like a, a very 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 dystopian like class system. And the main attraction is boxing. They have like these gears they can use uh, in the boxing ring. It's a really great story. It, season one just finished not too long ago. Hopefully they're coming back for season two. Because that's the other thing. They usually do like anywhere from 12 to 24 episode seasons. But um, it, it's really good. So Megalo Boxing. I've seen that uh, cover before. Megalo Box. And it's yeah. really good. And just the soundtrack is so good. That's one of the things I like about anime is like the soundtracks. 
Um, and as a music head, you're going to appreciate this because yeah. every once in a while you hear a song that like, sounds familiar because you've heard it other places. But then it's just an a, a open world into like more music and more sounds. Yeah. And one of the things that Rafiki is really dove into is like he'll listen to a song, watch anime, like, oh, this song is interesting. He'll go find that artist and like dive, deep dive into their discography. So that's always a really cool um, venture mm-hmm. and um, I think we could both agree yeah on our, our one shared one our one shared one we've, like we've talked about it before we're, we're just gonna tell you yeah My Hero Academia Fine. yeah you, were, you sent me that thing last night and I was like I don't know yeah. what's wrong, but it's funny so there was a video of I don't know if I sent it to you but uh, All Might but instead it's with Johnny Bravo <laughs> so good but uh yeah, so My Hero Academia, like, we've talked about this on the podcast before. Uh, everyone that's listened to us, they're just like, yeah, you said it once, you said it a thousand times. But uh, it's easily becoming a, a mainstay for this generation. It, so in our time when we were younger, the big three was always Naruto, One Piece, of Bleach. As of right now, My Hero Academia is definitely one of the big three. Um, it's only in its junior year, yeah. season three. Uh and so it'll be easy to catch up. Yeah, it's okay. pretty easy to catch up right now. Um, and it's it's just so good. The pacing is done very well. The character development, it's not like traditional shonen anime, like when we think of Dragon Ball Z, where it's just about Goku's character progression, how he's getting stronger. They spend just as much time, probably even more time, focusing uh, not just on the main character, but those around him. Yeah, yeah so there's like a fill, lot of subplots. Yeah, and stuff. flushing yeah. out their story. Yeah, and all, like there's a there's a problem with like television where like they'll they'll start a subplot and like not finish it for like two or three seasons, and then that subplot becomes the main plot, yeah. which is again like a way to secure your like seasons because people want to see how things play out. Yeah, it's not necessarily it's never really that way. There's always a couple things that play out, but like you always feel good by the end of a season because they're excited for a new season. And the reason that My Hero works um, for this generation, for generations to come, is the voices are different for the English and the Japanese, but they're both done very well. Like, I have no qualms at all telling you to watch it dubbed and then go back and watch it subbed because you're going to get two different experiences because the characters are just written so well that when you hear it in English, you're like, oh, that's not what I expected. But then when you hear it in Japanese, it just kind of carries that extra gravitas. There's a particular scene in, in my head. I don't want to spoil for you, but like the one thing like anime has taught me to expect is what I was like, okay, I know what's about to happen. Mm-hmm. And then it takes a left. And I'm like, wait, what happened? And then I was like, okay, cool. I know what's about to happen next. Nope. It takes another right. I'm like, what is happening in this scene? Like, and it wasn't even any action going on on the screen, but just like, even like regular human psychology, it like just breaks all traditioning. And I'm just like, what? What is happening? But that's why it's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, and on top of that, the soundtrack. Fire. Mm-hmm. And, like, if you ever get bored of it, because a lot of people like Slice of Life animes where it's more about experiences and life. No. Plenty of people get punched in the face. And that's always one of the best parts yeah. of the show. Yeah. Someone getting punched in the face. Yeah. That's, the part of, that's, like, the best part of a lot of things. Yeah. Like, 100%. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, oh, you, it's like, you talking smack real quick? Just mm-hmm. trying to catch these. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I've, I've always been into, like, I love cartoons and, like, animation. Like, I just started that, uh, that new uh, series on Netflix with Eric Andre in it. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. so good. It's like so good. The writing is amazing because 
when I watch like TV, I really appreciate the writing. Like, the the animation is really cool, but the writing is the show is nothing with just cool animations. Yeah. If it doesn't have good writing, then it's trash. Oh, like, then, the one, yeah. Was it the one that's based on like the Netflix or the Simpsons? Yeah, it's by the same creators as the Simpsons. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Disenchanted. Yeah, Disenchanted. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's so. I saw the first episode. I'm you, like, this is pretty good. If you like like Futurama and stuff, like you're gonna love it. It's so good. Yeah. And I love. I love. So Futurama. yeah, then obviously then all the picks I think we gave you yeah. would. You you really like those? I think those are great places to start. Yeah, for I'm gonna start watching some of them. And and I will say because for good reasons for a time I was not allowed to make recommendations on yeah. shows because I don't venture a lot and a lot of times when I do find stuff it's, it's, always, it's always the weird stuff like we don't we don't let him talk about what he's talked about yeah we just be in the house he's like yeah so I watched this new anime and we're like no 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 after your last week we don't we don't know we're not quite sure yeah and there it is a very vast world out there yeah it's kind of like the dark side of reddit you know how you might just run it's crazy you might just run into some things like what is and then you click on it you're like no 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 no, that was a mistake can I unsee that yeah that's that's Matt for anime yeah (laughs) I've gotten better recently because now because there's an app VRV and based on what you watch they just like give you suggestions like oh you like this you might like this too and I was like all yeah. right. VRV is a good spot. It's probably the best spot for yeah. animations. It's because like, so Crunchyroll and Funimation thrown into one app. That's okay. Yeah, it's got they've got a lot of good things on there. And Hulu has a really good library. Hulu yeah, is building itself so I'll probably be on there. If you have Hulu, yeah. Akira's on Hulu. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'll probably end up watching that like tonight and tomorrow because tomorrow I have nothing to do. Yeah. Oh yeah. Just take a hold. Like if you if you're gonna do nothing all day tomorrow, like just plan to watch Akira. Get you like your favorite soda. And then just chill. Like, if you've got surround sound, do that. I don't have and surround then, sound, but I'm, I'm still uh, If you get some headphones. I do have headphones. And also, so if... I use my gaming headphones I have to my PS4 just to experience it in full. And yeah. I, don't know, I don't know how you feel about, like, more wild, like, outlandish horror stuff. Yeah, are, I'm you, cool are, with it, yeah. Okay. Uh, there was one that we watched uh, called King's Game. Oh, bro, that was weird. I mean... Yeah, it was I don't like. I don't. I don't usually watch that kind of stuff, but that and it had a pretty good twist at it. It's cool. like it's like twelve, thirteen episodes or whatever yeah. it is. Uh, but yeah, but any other recommendations? You know where to find us. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'll definitely hit you guys up. And for uh, you, the listeners, if you have any more recommendations for Young Chance about animes that he could listen to, you already know where to find us. But in case you don't, Mateo, hit him with the addresses. With our address? No, not there. Our address. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, your address. You know, you can put, no, 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 I almost put out what? my whole address one time. <laughs> I think I did, but y'all managed to bleep it out. Yeah, yeah. Because so. we, we don't, we don't need y'all running up here with the bandos. Though. Yeah, no, no doxing. Here. <laughs> no, 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 no swatting yeah. happening over here. Uh, so yeah, you can just go ahead and tweet at us at Eman Podcast. Instagram is the same thing at Eman Podcast, and we're also on Facebook.com backslash Even More About Nothing. Uh, also follow our company stuff at White Noise LLC on everything. Uh, if you're listening to this on SoundCloud, be sure to follow us, leave a comment, hit the like, share it with your friends. We're also on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. Subscribe, leave a review. I don't know. We'll shout you out. If you're talking reckless, you think we're talking reckless, let us know. <laughs> your ideas are no finest. I was saying, you can catch this one two chicken count. <laughs> That's all. That's all. I, that's all we got to say. Listen. I told you we love you. Not that much, but we love you. And if you if you know about Skyrim, when you see a dragon, you get excited because it means you're about to get a shout, about to get spirit, so you can unlock a shout. You're gonna get those dragon bones and those dragon scales, so you can craft that legendary dragon armor. But if you see a bear 
run for your life because you're about to catch these hats. <laughs> that's all we're saying. Chickens and bears. Chicken and bears. Chickens and bears. Run for your life. That's, that's all it is. Uh, so once again, also thank you to Chance for coming on the podcast. Go ahead and hit him with your ats one more time. Uh, Underscore C-H-V-N-C-E-Y Underscore again On both Instagram and Twitter so Yeah, make sure you're following the mans My Twitter listen, gets wild sometimes listen. So. Dude, that's what Twitter is all about Twitter yeah. is my favorite I literally form tweeted, of communication I tweeted like 17 still frames from Spongebob last night <laughs> Fire! I'm following you right now Right. That is, that is the best. Honestly, uh, I do appreciate good memes on Twitter, but it's all about the wordplay. Like, that's what it is for me. Just, just, just like pictures. For no reason. Oh, it's all about the wordplay for me. It's It's got to be right. And especially for people that actually know me, uh, just seeing words that I tweet, I feel like it's entertaining for them. Oh, for sure. So. Keep the polls up. Take, take it for what it's worth. Yeah, I, I had to change it because I kept losing it. So I had to change it to my pin tweet. But. Guys, thank you for listening to us. We're not sure why you do it, but we appreciate you for doing so. And with that, we have successfully concluded our flight. You're, you're, you've reached your destination. Yep. Nowheresville, USA. Nowheres. Where bad jet lag. Yeah. If you, if, you, if you look at the left side of the window, you see the bando. If you look out the right side of the window, you see the trap house. But if you look forward, there's a little utopia, which is called paradise. Welcome and, to your house. And you, you may hear NCAA young boy playing on your way out. NCAA <laughs> young boy. That's nothing else. I ain't got nothing else to say. Good night, ladies and gentlemen.